Good evening, everyone. Last week we spoke about the Jewish star of the day, how we begin our day with a prayer, and we show how we're grateful for another day, a new chance, and we realize that God is trusting us to fill our day with purpose. In continuation of that thought, there's something else we do immediately after saying the Modani prayer. And that's also part of the Jewish start to the day. So I'm going to share with you a little bit about that. Now you may have seen in a Jewish home, there's this washing cup. Um, it's most well known for when it's used before the Shabbat meal, when we wash our hands before we have the bread, before we have the challah. That's actually only one occasion where this washing cup is used. In a Jewish home, this washing cup is used throughout the day, beginning with as soon as the Moda'ani prayer is recited. So what is with Jews and washing hands? Why do we wash our hands so much and why do we start our day with the hand washing? So if you remember, um, we spoke when we said that in the Moda'ani prayer that God restores our soul to us in the morning. That means that while we were asleep, our soul departed to an extent. Which means it's a little fraction of death that we've experienced while we were sleeping. Now, what's going on while we're sleeping? There's a spirit of impurity that rests on the person while they're sleeping. And when they wake up, the spirit leaves the body, but it stays only on the hands of the person. So when we wake up, our spirit of impurity goes away and we're left with just our hands that have this, this impurity on them. Now, the way that we're meant to rid, be rid of this impurity is by washing our hands. So that's what we do. We take our washing cup that we prepared the night before, believe it or not, we have the night before. We put the cup in a special, in a big, big bowl, big, big bucket. You can use like a washing up bowl. You use a cup, um, a, a big cup and a washing up bowl. And we, as soon as we finish our moda'ani, we take the cup and we pour it on the first, on the right hand, then left, then right, left right and left. So altogether that was three on the right, three on the left. But unlike when we wash our hands before bread, this time we do alternatively. Right, left, right, left, right, left. And that's it. And then we pour this water away because um, this water is now not pure anymore. That is the tradition. That is uh, the way a Jewish person begins their day after Moda'ani. So really the way we start the day is 
with the night before we prepare this bowl and cup so that we're ready to begin our day with pure hands. Now what's interesting about that is that actually the where, let's think where was the very first person who did this? Where's the beginning of this tradition? And we have in the temple, and even before the temple, the sanctuary in the desert, um, where the Jewish people were traveling in the desert for 40 years, and they had the sanctuary. And they had in it something called a kior, which is this big sink. And the priest, before the priest would start their day of service, they would have to wash their hands and feet. And just like that priest, we are today, so to speak, in our own lives, we are serving God in our own little temple, in our own life. We are like that priest. And so we start the day also doing the same thing that he did in the temple and in the sanctuary. And we begin our day washing our hands. Um, it's interesting that I've heard that in the plague of Black Death, when the, um, it, it seemed interesting that the Jews, the statistics were less for the Jewish population. Um, less Jewish people died in that plague. And one of the reasons people connect it with is that um, it must be because of all the Jewish hand washing Jewish people have to wash their hands quite a lot throughout the day. And the morning is actually only one of the one of the times where we wash our hands. So um, the reason I thought I would like to share it is actually because I was reading something that really struck me, and I want to share it with you. There is, um, you may have heard of the the Rebbe. And his parents, I'm going to tell you a bit about them. Um, his father was sent to exile in, this was in communist Russia. So his father was um, sent to prison and to exile, actually. Um, and I was reading the diary of the Rebbe's mother, Rebbe Tzinchana, and she describes one of, his journeys as a prisoner. And she eventually had a conversation with him after this experience, and so she wrote it down. And what was the experience? There was a one-month trip, a one-month journey. All the prisoners were going from Kharkov to Chile. It took 11 days. Um... Sorry, it took one month, but this story happened over 11 days. For 11 days straight, the prisoners were not given any water. No water to drink. For 11 days. It's crazy. And what was his reaction when he was telling this story to his wife, Rabbi Tzanchana? What was Rabbi Levi Yitzchak's? reaction she describes him that he was very emotional when 
when he was saying that he how much he suffered from having no water to wash his hands with waking up in the morning. Can you imagine after 11 days of no drinking water? All a person could say is how sorry they were that they couldn't wash their hands for water. They had, they had no water with which to wash their hands in the morning. And he told his wife he, he could never forget that. And when she asked him, but how did you manage without anything to drink for so long? All he did was shrug. And, th and this was a really great, great holy man. We're all not, we're not there, we're not on that level. But this story really, really shook me. Because I realized, I think, I think even a holy man, after 11 days of no drinking water, it, it can't be easy. That's crazy, that's torturous. It's not okay to go 11 days without drinking water. And the fact that his reaction to the hand washing was so much worse, he took that so much harder than he took the fact that he couldn't drink for 11 days. It really put things in perspective a bit for me and made me realize how important it really is to do this hand washing if, if it was such a priority for him. And if it really bothered him to that extent that it was worse than not having water to drink for 11 days, it just shook me, that story. Um, and he continued to tell his wife that finally, when water was available, the first thing he did was he, he, he had a little bit of food on him and he, he traded it for a cup of water when water was available and he just washed his hands. That's what he did as soon as he got water. And he told his wife how refreshing that water was. So this was someone that had gone 11 days without washing his hands and how much it bothered him so much. Um, that just That's just a bit of inspiration for me. So I thought I'll share it with you too. Um, and I think that's, that's it. It's something easy. It's something really easy, really quick. And if he was able to try hold on to it in his hardest times, it just inspires me to hold on to it in easy times. All the best.